Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Mark Zorl with the Plan Vision Podcast in another discussion with Jason Lynch on our series about Roths. And we're going to talk about in this one, the option that many uh, people have to contribute to a Roth 401k or Roth 403b, even a Roth 457 plan, or do a pre-tax 401k, 403b, or uh, 457 plan. So this gives the employee and employers, and most employers have adopted these provisions. Not all, but most have adopted these provisions. So let me uh, uh, give a, a quick overview of what this is. At most jobs, you have the opportunity to participate in a company retirement plan, a 401k or one of those plans. And if the money you contribute and you can contribute through the plan, it, it can be pre-tax. It's a current year tax deduction. So it reduces your taxes, goes into your 401k or retirement plan. Then when you take it out later, it's taxed at that point. So pre-tax, interest and growth is tax deferred. You pay taxes later. And that is a very nice feature because typically for virtually everyone, not everyone, but typically virtually everyone, they are in a lower tax bracket of retirement. So that's a smart thing to do. Plus yes. you likely get a match or something like that. However, I don't even know how long it's been. My gosh, it's almost been 20 years now that I think the employers have had the option to offer a Roth option or a Roth savings uh, deferral through their company-based retirement plan. Right. So go ahead, Jason, do you want to describe that? Yeah, so on the the Roth is very comparable to a Roth IRA in that you're funding your 401 now with after-tax dollars. And as Mark explained, when you make your Roth contribution through the 401, it goes in, it will grow tax-free. But then when you take it out, when you take out your Roth 401k or Roth 403b, you actually are getting it out tax-free. Okay, so what that means is when I sign up for my pre-tax contributions that are not Roth, when I get my W-2 in January, it's going to say if I made $50,000 and I put $2,000 in my 401k plan, it was pre-tax, I'm actually paying taxes on $48,000. I'm paying federal right. and state taxes. However, if I do the Roth and I'm making $50,000 and I put $2,000 in the Roth, I actually do pay federal and state taxes on $50,000. I do not get a current year tax deduction. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So... And by the way, for those of you that are in a plan, and likely many of you are, where you get a match from your employer and it's tied into your contribution, whether or not it's a Roth or pre-tax, that money is always treated as taxable when it right. comes out. The it, employer you, contribution, right. The employer contribution always goes into effectively the pre-tax bucket, meaning mm -hmm. the, the growth and earnings are tax deferred, but when you take it out, the portion allocable to your employer contribution and the growth is taxed at your regular tax rate at that point in time. Okay. So what does somebody do? I'll provide some thoughts and maybe Jason can expand on these. If you're starting off your career or in a situation where your income is relatively low, the argument for doing the Roth is actually stronger because you're in a lower tax bracket now and so you don't get as much of a benefit from the pre-tax savings. As right. your salary or income grows up, the argument to doing the pre-tax savings is stronger. That's exactly right. Because early in our career, uh, as we're learning our, our job, 
of course, we're going to be at the low end of the pay scale. Um, and paying tax now at a, low, at a relatively low tax rate is preferred because in the future, if we've had a career of 20, 30, 40, or 50 years worth of, of career development, we're going to be making pretty serious money. And look, that could all be tax-free yeah. by yeah. using a Roth. But there might be cases, maybe not a lot of them, where an, an individual will still want to do a Roth IRA. And I'll just go through some examples here. Um, if somebody um, is expecting to have a significant pension in retirement, now we, and the pension is going to be fully taxable, it could be an argument for them to put more money in Roths while they're working so they have uh, more tax diversification in retirement. Yes. Also, another situation could be somebody making fairly good income, you know, for their, for their profession, their situation. If they happen to have a lot of cash, they could say, well, okay, I got all this cash. I'm not making much of anything on that. What I'll do is I'll throw a bunch of money in my Roth. I will use my cash to pay the taxes now, essentially getting them out of the way so I have this tax-free bucket forever. Somebody that simply has a lot of money in pre-tax accounts and has not accrued much in Roths, maybe their late 40s, early to mid 50s, they may say, well, look, I just want to have more money in Roths. And for whatever reason, maybe they can't do Roth IRAs. Those might be good candidates for people that can do uh, Roth plans through work. Right. Because it, we recommend that you do has, have, as Mark alluded to, tax diversification as far as yeah. don't have all pre-tax, don't have all Roth. Uh, it's good to have some of both. Mm -hmm. I, th I think an argument against the Roth might be people that, again, are making good money, the fairly high tax rate. If, they, if, they're, if they're saving quite a bit in a brokerage account, now that's not as good as a Roth. It's going to be subject to capital gains and dividend taxes. But um, that will be money that they will help them manage their taxes effectively in retirement. So they may not want to do a Roth that much. An important point, though, uh, as we wrap this one up, if you do a Roth 401k plan or Roth 403b plan, when you retire, you will not want to leave that money in the Roth 401k or 403b. You're going to want to transfer that out to a Roth IRA because if you leave it in, it will be subject to required minimum distributions. But as soon as you roll that out to the Roth IRA, it's no longer subject to RMDs, correct? That is correct. And you don't, have, you, you don't want to take your RMDs if you don't have to. Do you know when I take my Roth 401k, if I'm 65, and I roll it out to my Roth IRA, is there a five-year waiting period on that? How old are you? I'm 65. You, no, no. When you roll it out. Oh, 65. No, because it's already been you. You've already had it in your four hundred one. So there, there's no five year rule when you're rolling your Roth four hundred one into a Roth IRA. Okay, so the five year rule st sticks with the Roth four. If well, you, your age, you're over fifty nine and a half. I would have to look hmm. if you could take out a Roth contribute. So you have Roth four hundred one k. You roll it out at age fifty five when you leave employment. Can I take out my contributions from that Roth IRA? Well, let's say I I'm have... over. I'm over fifty nine and a half. Oh, no problem. Okay. Yeah, there's no fight. Yeah, because it, it was always a Roth. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.